Hello, and welcome to Whispers of Lunabelle Island. This is a horror show and may include subject matter that some listeners might find disturbing, including depictions of helplessness, drug use, and violence. If that all sounds good, then please join us. Because if these things don't scare you, then we might just discover something that does. How's everybody doing? How y'all feeling? Did you have a good Friday the 13th? Anything bad happened? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't realize it was Friday. No. But nothing we can talk about. Last Friday. I got a half day at work, and I was already over 40. It was last Friday. You're over 40? What? Over 40 hours. So. They are 40 years old. Yeah. I lost track I of feel time. I age really fast. <laughs> yeah. Not a good Friday. No, I had a lucky day. Badass. Today or on... Yeah. Yeah, I got to. God, we're interesting to listen to. It was such a good band. Oh my God, we're the worst. <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> it's not Friday the 13th, my bad. Never try to try now. <laughs> Every day is Friday the 13th if you're brave enough. <laughs> I oh, literally geez. didn't even realize we started, so I thought we were just speaking to be one another. I mean, I don't know if we have started <laughs> okay. yet. I don't know if I would consider this That's how I was like, no, it's last Friday. Are you editing these episodes? Uh, that's a good question. That I'm is sorry. a good question. I thought you were doing it, Wes. No. Wes, dude, what the fuck? Surreal. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the prelude to Ludabelle Island in episode one is just... Or it's just like 45 minutes of you eating a bag of chips or something. <laughs> oh, 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 God, these, oh my God. Yeah. That reminds me. Latara, you are cut off from popcorn. No popcorn during the recordings. Did I have popcorn? Not only because... <laughs> you, Jesus Christ! Not only because it's loud as shit when you're not talking, you have speaking roles in Delta Green while you're chewing popcorn. <laughs> I don't even remember oh, no. having popcorn. Uh, you're, uh, you're, it was the uh, pina colada popcorn that tastes like the cum. Cum popcorn. This is from yeah. like a while back. Oh, I'm sorry. I was like editing no, no, it and you're like... Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, maybe sorry. Ronnie's eating popcorn during I'm the scene. <laughs> How could you not know that? It just reminded me of that time where Ayla was like asking me a question on the re-roll recording while eating a chip. I guess I just thought popcorn was quiet. I don't know. Popcorn is like the least. It's actually, that's a good point. Why is popcorn like the movie theater snack when it's like one of the loudest things to eat? I don't know. I don't know. Because but it's, it's so soft. Fun. It just kind of melts in your mouth. I, I know from an I have audio proof that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Documentation. Sorry. It was, I will keep it was that fun. in mind. <laughs> also, you can eat popcorn while Wes is plugging his podcast. Wes, yeah, do you have a fun. podcast or something that you're working on? Yeah, yeah it was a hum yum yum. Let's just all uh, eat popcorn. Right. I'm, I'm just going to say this podcast. again. Everybody that's running a sure microphone, you have like you can you can run the whatever it is, motive the software and you have a yeah, you have a literal <laughs> mute button on screen. <laughs> that was yeah. a good one. So, and here I thought, Tanner, you were gonna comment on how good all the food I had over the last weekend looked. It did look good. How was your vacation, Dara? It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It looked Great. like so much fun. You are maybe the war maybe even worse than me at taking photos of your vacations. Like I take a lot. 
No, like you take nonsensical photos that show nothing about where you are or what you're doing. What? Like, they all showed where I was. They had you them took a photo? the background and it had me. You took a photo of somebody else food. getting proposed to from a quarter <laughs> mile away. I thought it was cool that they were all dressed up. You took a photo of Shiva <laughs> in a hotel room with a messy hotel bed. But and didn't that hotel room closed. look awesome? Was it? Awesome. was it in fucking... Wherever it was, it looked great. I went, outside in the, I went outside in the next video and showed you the name of the hotel. I gave up. What, was it like the Marriott or something that's in like every yeah, other right. city that no, exists? No, it was ever. called the Cousins Country Inn. That's weird. Yeah, why'd they call it that? <laughs> I was just like, I was scrolling through it. I was like, she seems to ha be having a good time because she has 400 photos <laughs> unfortunately i have no proof of her doing any like this could have been like you going to jury duty every day or something like, <laughs> no context there were lots of pictures of waterfalls and crater lake and other people getting proposed to yeah how long you were there for five days it was yeah a road trip for five days oh okay nice that's so cool it did look like fun though I'm yeah. glad you had a good time. You're just yelling, in the yelling at Latara mood today. Am I? <laughs> yeah, so you just yelled at her about snacks, and then you moved right That's on into why her. I don't, <laughs> it's why I don't run our social media. Um, well, it's it's also, really Tanner's not like Nobody DMing. He has no emotional... Media. <laughs> he has no emotional responsibility to anybody, so he can just come out swinging I with no consequences. Is this, is this <laughs> the first ten minutes of this? <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. I don't know. Sorry. I, uh, <laughs> well, I was going to start the episode, but now Brendan's gone. <laughs> I think what it actually is, is I essentially edited two full episodes in two days, which just kind of makes just, me mad at you guys. And I don't I'm know. I'm just right. really mad at I, my popcorn. Because so I get annoyed with like voice it. editing or like if you guys argue with me about the rules, I have to relive that. Like, you have to do it like in a responsible but way then where you you're have like, a chance right. to like look up the rules while you're reliving it and see that we're right. I think chance to get better. Why would I take a moment I'm already upset and then prove myself <laughs> you're, you're very American. It, see that? <laughs> These colors don't run, baby. Well, no, actually, I don't see it. It's like completely <laughs> I don't have darkened very good for yeah, some reason. I thought oh, you were no, pointing no, at no. your map for a second. See that? Oh, let's not we'll talk about the flags that that used to represent. Is that a German flag? It's a German West. flag. What? Those went out of style in 1931. And that's my Swiss. What? Put that hand down, bro. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I got to calm down. I'm all fired up. Uh, well, take it out good. on this. It's on good. this. On this. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone start yelling at each other again. <laughs> Your character was fired up at the end of the last episode, so yeah, that's, that's true. true. I think I he's mean, freaked out at this point. Well, fired up and then freaked out. Yeah. You guys remember everything that was going on in the la at the end of the last there episode? There was right? a man, so. Stanley Meyer. Yeah. Man. I and dropped a lot of acid. That's actually a really good question that I had for you guys. Uh, this is the part where we, um, you guys, clarify things about my universe that I created that I forgot to write down. Stanley Meyer, and do you have the other guy's name? Yeah, I do. Manly oh, Steyer. Dylan. Dylan something. <laughs> I have it. Something. I, think. I have it somewhere. Something. Dylan something. I, might, I Dylan, think I might have heard Dylan it. Dylan Copeland. Dylan Durgan. Copeland. Copeland. Dylan Copeland. Nice. Also, who has the flare guns? Because we have 
three flavors. Right, yeah. There's three of them. I got one. Um, Let's say me, Maya, and Ronnie. Flare guns? Yeah. Yeah. We bought I forgot about that too. Guns. You guys bought flare guns. This is the great part about going and actually editing these is I get reminded of things that happen like. I bought flare guys... guns for Just emergencies. Just to like get attention to like us? Like if for some reason something really bad happens and the party split up. Are you sure they're not just Where? in the bag that's in the truck? No, we're yeah, not I mean, sure. That's they're a good question. Like a, what gear you, Are you have sure with we you have versus what's guns? It's not written in my notes. Latara, I edited the episode. <laughs> I listened to the episode, and then I—I I thought Zane was editing these ones. I also did. I did the music, and yeah, we definitely hit. You guys have flare guns. Okay. Did we bring the flares though? Did we? Did we ever? Oh, oh did we put flares in the kit? Well, just load them with cocaine. You did. You did buy uh, no, the conversion Ronnie kit doesn't have to a convert flare the flare gun to a twelve gauge uh, shotgun. Why oh, does Ronnie yeah. not have a flare gun? Because Ronnie's not a good shot. <laughs> you don't have. It's a flare gun. <laughs> Your target you is whatever's in front of you or the sky. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I set myself on fire. <laughs> that Freddy could probably use a flare gun better than me. He's like, don't worry, I got this. And you turn and shoot West directly in the face. <laughs> you handed Ronnie the flare gun, and she immediately handed it to Freddy. And then uh, I took it from his hand and put it back. I'm not. We're not giving it to him because he's the one who's going to be shooting something. <laughs> oh, fine. I just don't what know what to do with a flare gun. Shoot it in the sky. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna settle this right now. Scorp Scorpion, you have three flare guns. <laughs> okay. One for each All hand. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I have three flare guns. Yep. No, yeah. but yeah, if you get if somebody wants a flare gun, I will pass them out as I see fit in the narrative. Right. Once you've earned a flare gun, Scorpion will bestow it upon you. <laughs> right in this moment where we open back up in this really tense situation, you're like, you know what? Now's a good time to... Everybody take a fucking flare gun. Discuss inventory logistics, yeah. To hand out the I, flare guns and mention Wes's other podcast. I drop my uh, sawn-off shotgun, draw my flare gun, and shoot him with it and say, Wes, what's your podcast name? Uh, you don't have to be right. I say, you don't have to be right. The podcast. And I shoot him. Tuesdays. Tuesday. Pacific Central Time, whatever time it comes out, I don't actually know. <laughs> Featuring Wes. <laughs> hey <-o! laughs> Okay, all right. I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> Good. I think I'm ready, too. So who entered the building first? Remind me. <clears throat> I believe I, I think did. Wes. Oh. Or maybe it was, it was me and Wes one of you at the front. Yeah. I thought you I were behind we... Freddy, like you had your hand on his shoulders. Yeah, I, I think, think you were right. backing sure. up. Yeah. Because you Dan came up and like whispered in his back, ear. Right. Well, hold on. Lovingly. I think, kissed me on the yes. cheek. I think <laughs> I came up, put my hand on his back, kissed him on the cheek. <laughs> and then Gave him a flare I, think, gun. I think he was like, go once he saw the dude. Because I think I went up to him and I was like, get the fuck down or something. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. That's right. You were like, get the fuck down. Something. And then he was like, you're too late. Right. He said something cryptic. And I was, it's and never and I was still outside looking at the woods behind us. <laughs> Man, it's what? pretty is out that here. What it, <laughs> no, I was just watching what? our backsides. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's uh, I'm, you know, report that to HR. <laughs> okay, well, regardless of the entry order, the scene hits you like a ton of bricks. It's dark in here, save for the illumination from your flashlights. The man before you is stark white, and the only source of color being the bright red veins that crisscross nearly every inch of his skin. His voice is raspy and muted, almost 
as if it is not his own. His intensely bloodshot eyes dart aimlessly between you, and he repeats the same thing that he said at the end of last episode. You're too late. She already has you. He's doubled over on the floor. What are you guys doing? Who? He reacts only in pain, clutching at his stomach. Doc! I want to walk up. And yeah, he falls over kind of at this point too onto his side. He says, she feels us through the dirt. <laughs> I'm going to walk up and I'm going to start medically assessing this man. I'll put my gun away. Okay. I'm going to say, somebody get me the medical kit. I'll go. I start. Uh, it does. Is he clothed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's, he, he's he, wearing just plain civilian clothing. He's clutching his stomach? Yeah. So I'm going to immediately roll him onto his back, and uh, and I'm going to say, Stanley, Stanley, my name's Fred. I'm going to be here to help you. What's happened? And I'm going to lift up his shirt and take a look at his abdomen. Also hearing this go down, Ronnie will come in and assist Freddy. One second. With medicalness. The medicalness. <laughs> Where the hell? I'm just trying to get some ambience going really quick. Who let the dogs out? I don't like that one. <laughs> we need a new meme guys. song. A yeah. more yeah. relevant one's getting a little stale. Yeah. Wake me okay. up inside. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. Yeah. So you lift up his shirt mm -hmm. to examine his abdomen and what you see is more of the same. His skin is just incredibly pale, and there's a, like, you can you can see almost all of the surface vascular, you know, veins and stuff crossing over, and it's bright red, redder than really anything that mm -hmm. you've ever seen. And you kind of notice when you're examining him, um, his he doesn't seem to be focusing visually on anything. He's, his eyes are just kind of darting around. Mm -hmm. And he continues to just clutch at his stomach, but... Uh, upon examining his stomach too he kind of like shifts and he's just sort of grabbing at like different various parts of his body as if okay you know as if the pain is just sort of all or whatever discomfort he's feeling is everywhere Stanley Stanley what has happened do you know where you are we can't run it's too late to run and he twitches so at this point, I'm sure that the medical kit has arrived, so I'm going to get his vital signs, try and assess anything that I can think of what would be going on. Um, any any abrasions, any needle marks, anything like that on him? Um, what is your medicine skill? I imagine My it's medicine's 80. Eight zero. Okay. <clears throat> at the, so yeah, at, I mean... At the same uh, time, Maya wants to try to get a read yeah. on his, like, psychological, uh, I guess... Point of view psychologicalness, or health. I don't try know. to diagnose right. a mental. possible mental episode or something. Just to see like well, where he's at, idea. like maybe help make yeah. him, help talk him down so he can be a little clearer, like using your yeah. psychotherapy. It's a good idea. Yeah. So, um, I guess what are you doing exactly, H. Nokley? Are you trying to assess? Or are you trying to, like, administer care to him? First, getting a, a definite read on where he's at, 
um, if he's speaking incoherently or if he seems to be focused and like he knows what he's saying, if he's distracted by the pain or something else. Okay. Like, um, and then yes. would want to help. You've seen people in stressful situations before that have, you know, obviously like mentally compromised them and you can tell he just, he seems to be in shock at the moment. And Dr. Greenwood, you definitely kind of get that too. You've seen shock before obviously being a uh, combat medic and you can tell this is somebody suffering from very intense psychological and physical trauma and as you're reading his vitals um you get the obvious signs like elevated heart rate he's perspiring a lot uh his temperature has um typically in shock his temperature drops right yeah 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 so yeah his temperature is lower than normal <clears throat> okay, I'm going to open up my medical kit. Um, inside, I have some morphine. I have some basic other drugs. I also have some uh, dilated or not dilated. Um, I, I have basic a basic panel of drugs that a doctor would use to help a, a patient, including sedation, uh, propofol. That's what I was thinking. The milky white stuff, right. propofol. Okay. Um, so uh, I would probably draw up a couple cc's of morphine and say. Look, Stanley, I'm going to give you some medicine. I'm going to try and make you feel better. And so I'm going to wait. Uh, attempt... I'll Doc. wait. I'll look Hold at on. him. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? He might be fresh off something. We need to see what we can get out of him before he goes under. Okay. Listen to me. Hey. Yeah. Not you. Oh, sorry. I, I'm going to look well, at... Well, actually, I would... At this point, too, as um, Dr. Greenwood turns away from Stanley... To address you, Scorpion, um, Stanley abruptly stops shaking and sits up slowly, but, you know, pretty firmly. And he's no longer, he's no longer the shaking, twisting mess that he was a moment ago. And he looks up at you, Scorpion, and in a low monotone voice just says, everything will be taken. Your bodies." are the lattice in which I grow my flesh. And he's slowly looking around at the rest of you as he says this. Dan is 100% pointing a gun at his head at this moment. I'm <laughs> he wasn't in second Wait, can you, repeat, can you repeat what everything will be taken? What, what was the rest? He said, he said, everything will be taken and your bodies are the lattice in which I will grow my flesh. I'm immediately oh, donning... <laughs> I'm immediately donning a mask and I'm going to start passing out masks and say everybody put one on we're not taking any precau- we're taking all precautions we're not taking any <laughs> we're not taking <laughs> any precautions but I'm going to put on yeah cover yourself yeah. in gasoline <laughs> I'm hey. going to I'm going I'm going to yeah. sedate all of us and leave him awake yeah well, and, and okay so you guys like from a, a those of you that have like tactical combat experience, he's sitting upright, but he's not in a position where he looks like he's ready to. He hasn't adopted any kind of combat stance himself. <clears throat> I think but this is definitely like a threat. I think Ronnie, when he started to sit up, probably went to help seeing him do that. And as he started talking all creepy, her grip just kind of went a little firmer on his shoulder in case he tries to get up farther. <laughs> I think that Maya kind of seeing Freddy's um, demeanor and, and intention to 
um, give him morphine would be like, would just kind of panic and say, uh, I guess I don't know where we're at. I guess I'd call you Freddy. Mm-hmm. Like, Freddy, just like in a worried voice, just like being like, do it. <laughs> Scorpion. Um, did, did I, mi- I might have missed this. I'm sorry. Did Maya get like a result of her mental assessment of this guy? Yeah, he's in. It's not much aside from the fact that he just is in shock. But okay. I mean, your your mental assessment at this point, too, is you're kind of reacting to this scene shifts. And obviously, this is not the behavior of a normal sane person. And, you know, okay. it doesn't really take like a psych- like, you know, psychologist. To like, obviously, his, his, his demeanor has right. just, yeah, has shifted dramatically in the matter in a matter of seconds. I just it would be a indication that she would be like dan- this or that this person is dangerous if they, you know, you don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely lends itself to an air of unpredictability. Hey, hey, listen to me. All right. Who are you talking about? I agree. Everything you say is right. Tell me more. Dr. Greenwood, are you administering the morphine at this point? No, um, I... <clears throat> I have a good tactical sense, and and what Scorpion said was uh, was right. We should try and get some answers out of him while he's while he's coherent. I mean, the morphine's going to subject him to an altered mental status, and that would that would okay. feasibly not give us the information that we're looking for. But I will say that uh, as he started sitting up and saying those those real creepy ass words. A big old needle of propothal just got drawn up, and I'm just I'm holding it ready to just jab him because propothal works pretty quick. I grab sure. the needle. I say, "Thanks, Doc." Get <laughs> <laughs> something for the patient, please. <laughs> but propothal uh, is that sedative? Sedative. I, so I think as Scorpion says this, uh, Ronnie'll follow up with a, uh, "Yeah, let's uh, start with your name." He almost just doesn't respond to you, and after a moment of glancing around between you, just sort of repeats the sentiment from before as he looks up to you, Dr. Greenwood, and says in that same monotone voice, Death comes for you. Okay, so I'm going to get closer, and I'm going to just approach Stanley and say, Where were you? Where did you come from? Who is she? And after another moment, you sort of see this change come over his face, and he reverts back to the same state that he was in before when you entered. He falls back down to the floor, shaking and sweating and just clutching at his arm, his leg, his neck, scratching at his skin. And at this point, he's just mumbling almost incoherently. I don't think we're going to get anything from him. I think the only reason we got anything is because that was she. Scorpion just shakes his head and turns away, walks out. Fuck this. 
So I'm going to temporarily sedate this man and get, well, I'm going to start with the morphine because I want to see if okay. the morphine will alleviate the pain to the point where he'll uh, speak. Uh, while he's giving him morphine, Ronnie's just going to try to talk to him. Hey, uh, Steven, you got any Stanley. family? Oh, Stanley. <laughs> hey, hey there, Sporto. Hey, guys. Hey, who's your mom's new boyfriend? <laughs> hey, uh, Stanley, you got any family? Yeah, he's not really just, reacting to you. Okay. She's just going to keep talking and, like, him. Yeah. bring up, try to bring up images that might be something more comforting to talk about. Okay. Um, so what are the, um, well, yeah. hell, I mean, morphine acts fairly quickly, I imagine. Yeah, and I'm going to give yeah. him uh, twice the normal dose. Okay. Well, he's I... dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. that, that solves that. Yeah. Yeah. While I'm talking to him, can I try a psychotherapy? Um, yeah, you may. Absolutely I just refresh real twenty. Hopefully, it didn't fuck anything up. You can fucked I, everything uh, up. Uh, everything was all fucked up on my end. Assist. I think that Maya would be sticking pretty close to see if there's anything that'll come out, like anything that even mumbles and his state or anything um so you can tell what's your psychotherapy Ronnie 31 31 oh damn uh. yeah once so you uh, if, if uh um, um what what happened I'm good sorry okay if Maya is assisting I think it would take the higher of our two roles so if you have a higher yeah. one one I I mean this is a pretty cut and dry situation and um I don't think necessarily that I don't know. I I don't feel like this is incredibly high stakes in the sense that you wouldn't be able to make the observations you would normally make in a situation like this. So you have a seventy? No, thirty one. Oh, so I yeah, have a seventy. Maya's got yeah. a seventy. Okay. Um so Maya, you can tell that the the morphine as it's acting on him is uh is definitely alleviating some of the symptoms his eyes have started or has stopped darting around as much um but really as he relaxes you guys really get a sense visually that this is something that is just wreaking havoc on his body his skin is just paper white and these you can see now that he's holding still these veins that are crisscrossing his skin are like pulsating regularly and I think that that freaks you the fuck out. And I'm going to need everybody to make a little sanity check. I laugh. Sorry. Can't do it. Yep. Okay. I'm looking at the wall <laughs> is anybody now, else still actually. In the room I'm, with I'm the, too with involved. The, is anybody else still in the room with the man? I'm too involved in taking morphine myself. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I decided right this moment to stare straight Ooh, up at the ceiling. So I think I'm good. Right. All right. I passed my I passed my first one. Does that mean I'm good or do I have to make a second one because of my PTSD? I don't remember exactly I, how that it's works. It's only if you pass the first one. I believe it's only if you fail. Cool. Okay. So yeah, Doctor Greenwood, you're in the zone. You're you're now treating a patient, so you're kind of able to like compartmentalize all the trauma, mm -hmm. at least for the time being. Yeah. I succeeded as well. I and rolled a right. motherfucking sixteen. Six. Hell yeah. Nice. Sixteen. Nice. I thought you weren't you even there. Sixteen under fifty-nine. I looked at him. This <laughs> girl's just like, oh shit, just runs out. <laughs> I was just beefing with Zane. Right. I'm not gonna not play a fair game. <laughs> no, but I thought you did say you walked out like before. I that. mean, I 
grabbed him and got really close to him and yelled at him to tell me who he was. I'm pretty sure Did I you give him noticed how to? freaked his body was. Scorpion shoots a flare gun into oh, the room. <laughs> I guess I thought he was saying that we are just now noticing how weird his body is. I mean, you noticed before, but now you're really getting the full weight of it now that the panic of this initial engagement's kind of calmed down and now that he's not moving around as much. Yeah, Scorpion's smoking a cigarette and like, wait a minute. Thinking back that on it. That dude looks <laughs> weird. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit, that was fucked up, wasn't it? Oh, oh, ew. wait. What just Ugh. happened 38 seconds ago? Yeah. <laughs> the point is, everybody passed their sanity check, right? Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. We can discuss so, that. So, like, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> but with the psychotherapy, was Mir Maya able to help reduce his sanity stress at the moment? I would say you're not really able to talk him down in his current state because he doesn't really seem to be responding to any external stimuli. Um, but I would say that you're able to ascertain, and Ronnie, you get this too, um, with the 31, is that like the, you know, the morphine definitely seems like it is working for the moment. And um, so while in the couple moments, like few minutes and stuff while the drugs are taking effect, what are, what is everybody doing? Are you guys like securing the perimeter, like, checking the rest of the house uh, um, moving him I think Dan was going to follow Scorpion out um, pretty shortly after he walked out and just kind of uh, I don't know kind of find him smoking a cigarette and be like hey can I bum one of those absolutely I know, I know what you saw on there is didn't seem quite right and I, I agree it's not it's not but that is what we're here for. We found it. And, uh, I, I hate to tell you this, but I gotta tell you this. It's just getting started, man. It's gonna be the least weird thing you see on this island. He takes a long drag and looks at you with maybe surprisingly calm eyes and says, I know. Believe it or not, man, uh, that ain't the first time I've seen something like that. Quite frankly, it's a lot better on a, on a stranger. Somebody you know. So there's a real reason they called you here. You wasn't just picked out of the field. Look, man. I know... You and your friends got a history and... You saw what you saw in Montana, but not every person you meet involved in this line of work is a part of a big terrorist attack. Sometimes it's a house of five people and the worst thing you've ever fucking seen. Well, maybe we can get good and shit-faced sometime. You can talk a little more about that, but... <laughs> Now I feel like shit hits a fan, you're going to have my back. Yeah. Yeah, man. You uh, should probably make sure nobody's going to interrupt your friends in there. That's a good idea. I'll take no side. Take so. Doctor. It's so funny because. Greenwood, Maya. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> As if you didn't just get shit faced like the night before together. <laughs> That was shit based on them. That was the mission, and that was tonight. Yeah, they were on the clock. That was paid yeah. for out of the slush fund. We're probably still pretty drunk. Just tell them you smelled your guts, and be like, "I already told you literally everything," and you'd be like, "You never would know." 
At this point, Scorpion and Dan, you hear you hear a scuffle coming from inside abruptly. Yep. Run inside. Yep. Okay. You come back into a scene where you see immediately uh Stanley is desperately clinging to Dr. Greenwood's jacket, pulling trying to pull himself up closer to him. Dr. Greenwood, this happened about as quickly as you realized that in a moment of lucidity it seems like Whereas he was before despondent and his eyes darting around the room aimlessly, he's looking directly at you now and panting heavily. Stanley, what is it? <sighs> you're you're with the agency, right? Yes, we're they here for you. you to find me. We're here for you. Where's you, oh, where's fuck. Dylan? What happened? Listen, listen to me. This whole island needs to be sterilized. This. This thing we found cannot be contained. That girl, the one the one they found in Seaside, she wasn't human. She was a fucking weapon sent by this, sent by her. You need to contact the agency and have them quarantine anybody who is in contact with that sludge that they found in her cell. And he's sweating profusely. Who's her? Listen, we, we found a way to wipe it out, but we tried to access the facility. We got separated. The the other agent, he's still down there. If he's still alive, you need to find him. Where, the cannery? He, no, he's, he used to be a biologist or something. He thinks he may have found a way to stop the spread of this thing, but we can't rely on that anymore. You, you need to find the control room and wipe this thing off the face of the fucking planet for the sake of everybody before she consumes, before she consumes everything. The cannery? Is that where it is? The cannery? He's and he's like just kind of shaking his head now. And he's uh What's your alertness? 61. Why don't you roll it? Is this a time where I could use my um Ooh. psychotherapy skill to try to get it out of him before he gives up? Yeah. I mean, yeah, go ahead and go ahead and roll your psychotherapy. Ronnie, you can assist too if you'd like. Wes, what you got going on? 87. Okay. Um, Dan, Scorpion, yeah. what are you guys doing during this time? Yeah, that's a good... I, I think Dan's kind of watching the door, kind of watching the shit go down. I think what I'm doing depends on how fast Ronnie is, because she's probably closer. Well, she was right next to this guy. Um, I don't know that she's necessarily helping Maya. She's kind of just focused on what the guy's saying and making sure that he doesn't try to hurt Freddy. Okay. Maya, what'd you get? A 10. A 10. You, your heart's racing, maybe almost as fast as Stanley's is, but you get the you get the impression that time is very fleeting here. He's desperate to get the information out that he's trying to, but he's struggling, but you do feel like you have time to ask him one question. Hmm. You gotta be quick. This is a quick situation hashing out right now. What is his name? What was his? No, name? don't ask that. <laughs> no, 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 not asking. <laughs> That's him. a bad question. Dan? No, no, no. Dan. Do hey. What's his? Copeland? Dylan? No. Wait, where is? Stanley. No, where is Dylan? That's my question. Where is Dylan? He like just, in the most? That, no, did he? He did not. I thought he, I thought he didn't tell us the location. Because we're, we're like the cannery or? Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah okay, I gotcha. 
Gotcha. Um, but like in the most like in the in a calm such a calm way to hopefully break the tension of the chaos, like break the chaos with calm. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is and this is where Maya like this is where you shine. This situation is so tense. Everybody's everybody's heart's racing, everybody's on edge, but your calm demeanor kind of like cuts through the tension. And as you ask this question, which is where is Stanley? Or I mean where is Dylan, right? Yeah, I can do it in character if you want to. Yeah, go for it. Stanley, where's Dylan? And he shifts his gaze. His gaze? He shifts his goose. <laughs> Where'd that come from? His, his geese. Here's Dylan. <laughs> Stanley shifts his gaze from Dr. Greenwood over to you, Agent Oakley. And he reaches into his jacket pocket and pulls out a crumpled piece of paper and extends his hand towards you. Thank you. Struggling to find the words, but... And then... After this, turning back to Dr. Greenwood and then turning to you, Ronnie, and desperately and frantically looking around the room, says, you need to stop her before she kills us all. Is is he... So, is he... Uh... Well, I... you, you, you get this, too. Like, obviously in character and out of character he keeps referring to this this, this person or this entity yeah. well I, I guess I was asking is he uh, is he declining is is he declining into a point of like he's like getting unstable to the point where I'm afraid that he's dying he looks like he might be heading that direction the clarity that the clarity that is cut through whatever he's dealing with is fading Gotcha. Fairly quickly. Ronnie, give me that IV start. We're going to try and give him some fluids. She'll Maya, give me a blanket. I'm going to start giving this man an IV. Okay. As you kind of, as you begin to lower him down to the floor, you hear him utter these words almost under his breath and almost imperceptibly. He says, you need to stop her. The dirt mother. And as these words leave his lips, his body twists and writhes. He lets out a cry of pain unlike anything you've ever heard. And he's writhing around, slamming his hands on the ground, and his wails carrying off into what was a quiet night. And as he convulses, you see his skin begin to pulsate and twist, almost as if separating from the rest of his body. He jerks back quickly. Yes? Sorry. Ronnie, if she has time, wants to just grab Freddy and pull him back as far as she can. It takes you a second, but yeah, you definitely pull him back like as this starts happening. And, and he his body is just in full convulsions and he is jerking back quickly. And he bends back so harshly that you almost hear his spine start to crack. And just when you think his back is going to give out under the strain, he collapses to the floor motionless. I'm going to rip my way uh, out of Ronnie's hand. I'm going to go over and I'm going to check for a pulse. No pulse. And the wind is really the only thing you hear as it gently rustles through the trees. 
and in the following moments after his terrible cry of pain, the silence is abruptly broken by a terrible, inhuman scream that seems to cascade from every corner of the woods that surround you. The wail carries off, echoing into the night. The forest around you is silent again. I feel like we should roll a sanity check. <laughs> I'm going to shoot Dr. Greenwood and then myself. <laughs> yeah. Do it. I, I I agree with Ronnie. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah. I thought check. he was going to explode and have spores go in the air. Yeah, I thought he... <laughs> it's a pass. Bail um, with a 75. As people are... Oh. Bail with a 64. Oh, fuck. God. I'm just going to throw my dice on the floor if that's cool with you guys. <laughs> Ooh, I felt. Uh, 28 damage. 85. Yeah, Fail. 28 damage. Ooh. Yeah. Freddy was able to go back to check the pulse because Ronnie freaked out and her yeah. grip loosened. <laughs> so generally when you... Yeah, that's fine. You... Everybody roll. Yeah. Yeah. We all failed so, except Dr. Greenwood. Nice. Yeah, you just steadfast. Well, everybody who everybody who fails is gonna take three sanity damage. Jesus uh, my, my, my Goodbye, point. Maya. Goodbye. Deflect. Deflect. <laughs> deflect. Deflect all your bonds. They're not important. Yeah. yeah. Husband, get him out of here. It makes me feel like That's I haven't true. been deflecting deflect. because how did I get here? You definitely <laughs> deflected. <laughs> Why do we fall, Bruce? <laughs> um Because the scary Stanley man screamed in our face and died. So, Maya, as this body slumps to the floor, I think it hits you especially hard. And uh, you're stepping back. You you take a couple steps out of the front door. And at this moment, in the now quiet night, you hear a click and you look over and you notice that the lights in Sebastian's house have turned on after the scream. Fuck. Knew that was going to happen. Your guys' hearts are racing and your adrenaline is pumping. And the forest has returned to silence and there's a body lying at your feet. And we're going to find out how the fuck you handle this situation next time on Delta Green. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Reroll Gaming Podcast. This actual play, Whispers of Lunabelle Island, is published by arrangement with the Delta Green Partnership. The intellectual property known as Delta Green is a trademark and copyright owned by the Delta Green Partnership, who has licensed its use here. The contents of this document are copyright Zane Gehring, excepting those elements that are components of the Delta Green intellectual property. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we can use in our games. The reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright Zane Gehring. The Chronicles of Rail theme and the Frequency theme are copyright Tanner Prentice. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. New episodes of Whispers of Lunabelle Island release every Friday at 12am Pacific Standard Time. See you then.